And welcome to the Social Collectives Podcast. We are on episode 29 today. Yay! Yay. <laughs> oh, we? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it deserves that. Yeah. So we are here with Nicole Acosta with the Community Foundation. Thank you for being here, Nicole. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. We're already so, having fun. We're yes, already having that's, fun. It's always fun That's here. how we roll. <laughs> how we roll. So let me start with just asking you, what is the Community Foundation and how long has it been in the Loudoun County, Northern Fauquier area? Yeah, so the Community Foundation is a nonprofit, and our mission is to grow community giving. There are over a 1,000 community foundations across the country, and we're the community foundation serving Loudoun County and Northern Fauquier. And the way we grow community giving is through three main areas. The first one is grant making. We make grants to local nonprofits. Just this last year in 2022, we granted $2.6 million back into the community. Yep, that was a record for us um, in a year. And then the way we're able to make those grants, the second part of our mission, is building endowment. And what that means is we're working with local donors in the community who come to us and they want to create a forever legacy for themselves, their family, for the community. They create a fund with us by making a gift. And that fund is permanently invested and we're granting a portion of the fund's income each year back out into the community. Oh, I love so that. when someone sets up a fund, it's forever. Oh, that's awesome. So, so when you see the Susan G. Komen endowment or something like that, that's what you participate in? You Yeah. Those? So if you think about the Community Foundation is a big umbrella, underneath our umbrella, we right now have 115 different endowment funds that were all created by local donors in the community. And each of those funds has a focus that is special and unique mm-hmm. to the donor's heart and interest. So like we have one, for example, the Ursula Lansrath Animal Rescue Fund that makes grants to animal rescues every year in memory of a wonderful community member named Ursula Lansrath. And then we've got some that focus on other things like human services, arts, culture, history, um, environmental preservation. So each donor can decide what's important to them mm-hmm. and then we will steward that fund in perpetuity. Wow. Oh my gosh, guys, that's so cool. I had no idea that's what you did. So tell us a little bit about Give Choose. That's something that you guys created, the Community Foundation, and how can people learn more about that and what is it? Well, Give Choose is a program that we started in 2014 and is directly tied to our mission of grant making and community giving because what it is is a one-day, 24-hour online giving event where we encourage the community at large to donate as much as possible in that 24-hour period to local nonprofits. There's an online platform we use. Local nonprofits sign up. They each have a unique profile page, and then we blast the community with information about that day and try to raise as much money as possible. Our nonprofits do so much for our community. They, you know, are the safety net for many people, but they do much more than that. They are a huge part of our tourism and agriculture industry. They are an important piece to our historic preservation, Mm -hmm. celebrthe arts, animal rescues. Like, if you can think of a cause, we've probably got it. uh, (laughs) It's (laughs) never-ending. Exactly. So how much did you guys raise last year for Gift Yeah, so last year we raised almost $830,000, which is super cool. We started in 2014, so the cumulative total we've raised thus far is almost $3.5 million um, since then. 
Yeah, we would love. One day, our goal is to break a million dollars. We'll see if this is the year. Um, it, is. But- it, <laughs> it is. It is. It always is. Twenty twenty three is going to be the best year ever, <laughs> and so far, it's going really good. <laughs> one thing I'll say too, though. So, it, I mean, the number of dollars is big and impressive and exciting. But what's almost, almost like more important for us is the number of donors. Mm-hmm. And that's what we really want to try to increase every year. And I'm so excited that you invited me to come here today. So last year we had about 2,000 donors. And we're that's about average for the last couple of years, which is awesome. It's awesome that 2,000 people in our community, you know, right. picked up their phone or their tablet or their computer and made that gift that day. But if you think about our community, just Loudoun County alone, right? There's, I don't know, like 450,000 yeah. people, right? If we could just get 1% of those people to make a one $10 gift uh, that Gosh. day, we would get, you know, we would double our number of donors. Right. right. That's, That's the question. Amazing. That is the question that we always come back to is it is a simple and painless and wonderful donation to make. And if in mass we made these donations, it would be so impactful. But it's just this weird psychological block. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is that keeps people from wanting to do that. Well, I think it's part of also like, it could be $10. A lot of us are like, well, what's $10 going to do? Or my money is not going to make a difference or whatever sometimes because it's not an amount that we think is acceptable. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like you said, if everyone just took like that one day without Starbucks, which is really hard for some of us. (laughs) But, you know, I know, don't give me that look. (laughs) But, you know, it does. It makes a difference. And I think that's what the focus is on. And I know as when I worked for nonprofits, we did give choose. But it was a different way, right? Like, so days like Giving Tuesday, like after Thanksgiving and raising for that and then the annual campaign, there isn't anything really left after that for this time of the year. So it's a really good time to do it. And that's why it makes sense. Yeah, it's a kind of a, this spring period can be a little bit slow right? Um, for when it comes to fundraising for a lot of nonprofits. And I think about this too, like, you know, when right. you said about the $10, whether or not that makes a difference. I think about, like, how many people do you have now in the Loudoun County Social Collective? 20000 yeah. yeah. If they each gave $10, that's $20,000, you know? So that that does make a difference. Right. It really does. You know right. what else makes a difference? And it is like what you said. It's rather than having a $1 million donation from mm-hmm. one amazing benefactor, you have $100,000, $10 or $100 donations because it's awareness. Right. So you're spreading awareness and you're involving the community. And that is kind of like what you're excited about, right? Like the grassroots approach. Totally. And what you said, Lisa, makes so much sense and is right on the, hit the head right on the nail. No, hit the nail right on the head. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it's not just, again, about the dollar trace and the number of donors. It's about the community becoming more aware of the needs, but also these amazing organizations that are doing so much. We like right. to think of the Give Choose website as like a catalog for causes in our community. You can browse through it, and you, I promise you'll probably learn about at least one organization, if not more, that you have never heard of. We always have new organizations joining each year. This year, we have 146 total that have signed up, so there's wow plenty of organizations mm-hmm. to learn about. And they have the opportunity to tell you on their profile about a specific need they might have, too. So you can learn about their mission, but also maybe what projects they have coming up or something really unique or special. Okay, so people can visit your website Mm -hmm. and kind of 
browse the catalog of something that might resonate with them Mm -hmm. or how they can pitch in, fill a gap, things like that. So for a nonprofit listening, when is the time for them to, I'm assuming they have to do an application and kind Mm -hmm. of go through um, a series of things to be accepted for the Give Choose or how does that work? Yeah. uh, So we open up registration to nonprofits in December and there's like a three-month window where they can fill out a very short application. And essentially, if you're a 501c3 public charity serving Loudoun or Northern Fauquier, you're in. (laughs) Um, There's no charge for them to participate. Right. They just have to agree to fill out their profile page and that's it. And it literally takes like five minutes. It's not I'm one of those tedious. I'm actually surprised there's not more charities involved. Exactly. And that's that's kind of where I was thinking, like, okay, 100-something, but there's so many nonprofits in the area. I'm very surprised that there isn't more. They just must not know about it because, you know, we do a lot of work with nonprofits, and I didn't – I mean, because we're all so busy, like, forward-moving in our direction that I haven't really taken the time to – kind of research what Community Foundation is. So I'm really excited to have you here today so that we can learn more about it, how we can spread the word about it, Mm -hmm. and everybody, all of our listeners can learn more about it because we have so many nonprofits and charities and startup Mm -hmm. nonprofits that could use this. Yeah, and a lot of them that are very, very close to our hearts. So that's just the most important. You had mentioned that you guys incentivize sort of like people donating and nonprofits getting certain funds. How do you guys do that? Yeah, we like to think of Give Choose as not just a great opportunity for giving, but we want to make it fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We want it to be a fun celebratory event for our whole community and for the nonprofits. So we have a couple fun ways we do that. The first one is we give out prizes throughout the day. So the Community Foundation works with our corporate sponsors to create a prize pool. Mm -hmm. This year, we have $35,000 available in prizes, and then we award those in increments of like $500 or something around that throughout the day for nonprofits that hit certain milestones. So, And we've got a prize almost like every hour in the 24-hour period. So, for example, the nonprofit that gets the most donors between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m., 500 bucks. (laughs) So is it the most donors or the most money? We have prizes for both of those. So it's non it's the nonprofit that gets the most donors that hour and then a second prize for the most dollars. Oh. And we even sometimes break it up for large organizations and small organizations based on their budget size. So it starts today, right? Well, it actually starts on March 28th. That's okay. the 24-hour window. But we do open the portal two weeks early so that you can kind of schedule your donation in advance. So oh. you, you can make a gift today if you wanted okay. to. Okay. Okay. But so if you're one of those people that want to like research it all, right? right? Like now's the time to go do it. But it almost helps to give that day because you can help those nonprofits win those so prizes that was, and get that. Uh, that was going to be yeah. my question. So let's say I'm on there today and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to give here, I want to give there, I want to give there, um, which I'll probably <laughs> which is, do. Which is so <laughs> you would like, and Alina. It's making sense. If it's you like that. to shop, it's like shopping for good causes. Window shopping so for if, now. So is it scheduled for for Tuesday or you put in your donation today? It'll technically like hit your credit card today, but gotcha. you can't, what's what's special and unique about the day of on March 28th is at midnight, uh, like a switch will flip and you'll be able to see all the totals they've raised. And Yay. that's when all the prizes happen. That's, that's awesome. so exciting. That's so awesome. So we are going to check out the catalog 
And then we're going to, I think we should have teams. Like, Alina, you pick one. <laughs> Leslie, you pick one. I'll pick we're one. We're about to get into a competition here. This is you gonna... know how competitive we are. I know. <laughs> So she's like, I may need to hire them. <laughs> you could actually do odds, like the bracket, the NCAA bracket on who's going to win each oh, hour. There you go. You could. And like, think about it this way, right? Like maybe, and this is me brainstorming on a podcast, so don't take me seriously if you don't want to, but something like, okay, collective people, like the most that donate could win a prize from us that day. To sort of like support our community, because if you think about it, we are all tying into what we want to do with the collectives and what we do and what our purpose is with this. And this is supporting more than one nonprofit and more than one person. And I love it. It's the best way to do it. Like, let's make it it a competition between sort of kind of like you said in the collectives. We push it hard that day because, I mean, every little bit helps. Yeah. Every little bit helps. And the other thing is as a nonprofit, we're not a nonprofit, but I know a lot of people who have run them. And as a nonprofit, it's really hard. It's really hard sometimes to get up each day and go and ask people for money or to come up with interesting ideas for events Mm -hmm. that people are going to want to participate in and then not have people participate in it. Or that's the downside of it. It's so exciting to plan these things. So when we do donate $10 or we do donate Mm -hmm. five or $500, it's affirming because it says, I see you, I appreciate you, I care also about what you care about. And it keeps these really hardworking, really passionate nonprofit people moving. I mean, it's like a nod saying, hey, I see you, you know? Totally. It's like, we appreciate you. It's they see, and what they they actually get a notification every time someone makes and a gift, yeah. and so they get a little boop, you know, and it's yeah. it's a that big little deal. serotonin hit, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's and we know what it's like fundraising and how exciting it is, whether it is. it's a so two hundred dollars sponsor or a thousand dollars sponsor or whatever else, because every little bit does add up. It's right? one step closer to the goal. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah, totally. And the other thing that it helps them do too is they. Many of them have gotten matching challenges from major donors mm-hmm. they have in their organization. So let's say they have a donor who said, okay, I'll match every donation you get on Give to dollar for dollar up to $5,000. So now your $10 donation could be 20. Could be, could 20. be 20. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it that's awesome. I love the match. And you could win 500 bucks. <laughs> right. Right there. there. So that's yeah. just an incentive to do more and do better. In your do words. better. Just do <laughs> better. <laughs> okay, so let me make sure that I hit all the points. So we we talked about how how people can mm-hmm. give. Do you think we covered that? Yeah. Well, I guess I missed the most important part. So the web the website is just givechoose.org. Okay, that's yep. super easy. I feel like we've learned so much already that right. we can go back and talk about it to our nonprofit friends and bring them into this. Is it too late for them to get involved? For the nonprofits? For the nonprofits to get in, like, say somebody registered today. Yeah, so that we did close the registration before the early giving period because mm-hmm. they have to get all that set up before it right. starts. Mm-hmm. But if they are like, ah, man, I missed it. I want to get involved next year. Totally reach out to me. We'll put you on the mailing list, and we want to increase that number next year. Right, <laughs> so we'll right. get you, you know, 
And it's in. typically around this time where the Give Tuesday happens. Yeah, every year we do it around March. Awesome. So I'm curious, how did you get involved in the Community Foundation and what is your role there? Yeah, so I've been in the Community Foundation almost five years. Mm-hmm. I have been working in Loudoun's nonprofit community, though, since 2004. Wow. Um, I worked for many years at LAWS, the Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault Program. I was a therapist there for a number of years. I worked overnight shifts at the shelter and then eventually became their executive director for a number of years. That's amazing. Yeah, it was it was an amazing and life-changing experience, Mm -hmm. you know. And not only did I learn so much through the work that that organization did, but I got so connected to our nonprofit community. There's just such a great Mm -hmm. synergy between all of the leaders. They really care about each other. It's really a strong network, and I just loved that. Mm -hmm. When I was ready to kind of move on to a new opportunity, I found the Community Foundation, and that was, for me, a perfect opportunity to continue to support those leaders in other ways. One thing I didn't mention that we also do at the Community Foundation is we provide training to those nonprofit leaders. Like Just like you said, Lisa, it's tough to get up every single day, and they have a hard job, and running those organizations on shoestring budgets is not easy. So we also provide them training and capacity-building opportunities so they can grow and become stronger, too. Man, you know what? Just thinking about what you're saying right now, it would be so great if you guys had a therapist. You know, like yeah. a legit therapist on staff for all the different leaders and their teams because – the other day I met with somebody about helping out for one of their charities and it was the smallest thing that we could have participated in. Mm -hmm. And we decided to do it as a collective. We're going to be doing that, but it's a tiny little thing to add. It just took something off her plate and she was in tears. Like her job is so big Mm -hmm. and she has so many parts to oversee that this one little thing that we can do for her isn't that big of a deal for us, but it really meant a lot to her. So I think, and it just makes me think like maybe somebody could talk to the teams and the leaders and keep them going because we need their help. Totally. We actually kind of along those lines for several years had a, an executive coaching program for nonprofit leaders not quite therapy, but pretty right. <laughs> pretty <laughs> Some of those sessions might have turned into therapy. I don't know. Um, and then we also operate a, have in the past a board chair roundtable for the board chairs because they have a tough job too. Yeah. And we know that a lot of times, like if you're in a corporate setting, you might have mm-hmm. access to that kind of coaching. If you're like a corporate CEO, right. maybe you know. But sometimes you don't have the budget for that as a nonprofit. So we're able. To provide those kinds of... That's amazing. Wow. Okay. That's just so cool. We have to become a 501c3 so we can get in. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Some training and some therapy. Um, (laughs) Some money for our stuff. So since you've been at nonprofits for so long, I'd love to know, what is something like a memory from wherever you were that's always stayed with you or sort of your why for doing this? Mm, Oh, that's a deep question. Sorry. Curious. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I mean, not to be too corny about Give Chew, right. but I will say it is really a heartwarming day. It's almost, I, I almost call it like our nonprofit holiday <laughs> every year right. for our community because it's, again, not just about the dollars and donors, but it's really celebrating all of the causes. Mm-hmm. So every, and there's just such a strong sense of community amongst those nonprofits that day. So mm-hmm. I would say that's one like, mm-hmm. sort of memorable annual moment. Um, and I just have a lot of really great memories at my time at Laws, mm-hmm. not just serving people, but when partners would all come together and work 
and kind of right. put aside their each organization's mission to just focus on how are we going to solve a problem to sort of right. really vulnerable people. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's no, I love that. And That's I think awesome. one of the things with the nonprofits is it's never about you. It's mm-hmm. about the people you serve. So exactly. it's not about who gets credit for this or who's getting that. It's about the community, and I love that. It's about everybody in the community. And we can't ever think about it as we're doing this, and so it's about us in some way. It's about the people we serve. And I love that the collaboration that you're seeing between the nonprofits is there. So that's super cool. And I love laws. Oh, my gosh. That was our first fundraiser that we did with the collective. And we had it at Delirium. And it was a happy hour, kind of an impromptu happy hour to celebrate our growth. And just organically, the woman who was helping set up the um, happy hour had been domestically abused. And I didn't know it. You would never know to look at her. But she had been punched in the face by her ex-husband who had PTSD and had 28 stitches across her face. Um, But the plastic surgery was just really good. But because of her, I decided, hey, let's do something for domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got introduced to laws. And since then, I've just been the hugest fan because they actually do so much boots on the ground really critical, time-critical work. Mm-hmm. Um, and the women, when when we had this event, the the people that donated came out of the woodwork because they were like, laws helped my daughter, laws helped me. You know, it was amazing, Wow, the work that they do. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, you know, they say I think one in four right. women, and I, I think the, at least the number back when I was there was maybe one in ten men have been affected by domestic or sexual violence. So you know, if you haven't personally been affected by it at some you point in your someone. life, you know yeah. someone who has. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's so, for another podcast. <laughs> anyways, back to Give Choose. I just, I have a question. Now, when you guys are celebrating these prize wins every hour, is that all virtual or do you have like a watch party, kind of like an election where you're all in one room and you're just celebrating ah. together? That's a great question. Um, right now it's all virtual. So on the Give Choose website, there's something called the leaderboard and you can, you can, it's like updating in real time. And I know many donors and nonprofits are maybe having their little at-home watch party and <laughs> watching the numbers climb up. I know I am at home working that day. We, I think we tried to do like an in-person event a long, long time ago at the beginning and just didn't have like I think enough bandwidth to keep that going. But that would be super fun, I think. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I do feel like post-COVID it probably would turn into something bigger because yeah. everybody's been so like overwhelmed with all of this, especially like in the nonprofit world. So it might be kind of cool to, like, do next year. It would be a super fun party, that much I can tell you. Yeah, so you can feel that synergy that you were talking about, about the collaboration and how that's one of your favorite things, to have all of those people excited in the same room. That would be so much fun. I know. Can you imagine the energy in that room? It's like, ah. Well, it's like you wake up on Giving Tuesday, right? And you see the donations, like, from midnight coming in, and you're just like, oh, my God, this is going to be the best day ever, or I really hope it's the best day ever. You know, because – that money really does make a difference. You have exactly. these employees that are underpaid and putting literally their whole life into this, you know, putting their families aside to help people and all this stuff and not getting what they deserve for it, you know? I well, mean, and yeah, yeah, you're right. It's the, the nonprofits that we've worked with have been 
by and large, mm-hmm. underfunded and overwhelmed, mm-hmm. right. understaffed and extremely passionate about what they're doing. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, and even when you're working with a nonprofit to get a collaboration going, so if we were doing a fundraiser, we might be on one side saying, wow, that's like a kind of like a lack of communication or there's this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But on that other end, there's just like a lot of work going on. So this money is so critical to keep the people that are already in place in place. Right. Let alone add. And I feel like if you can't donate, there's other things, just spreading that awareness, just talking about it, telling others to go check it out. Maybe even people not in Loudoun County be like, hey, can you just go donate? This is Mm -hmm. a cause close to my heart or this helped me with this because I think we miss that part sometimes kind of like when we did the echo fundraiser I don't know how many people in Loudoun knew about echo I know I didn't before we did all that right Right. so sort of raising that awareness and just talking about these issues because Mm -hmm. I think that helps too Oh my gosh, so much. Totally. Yeah. And one thing we do during Give Choose is we train the nonprofits and how to inspire their current donors mm-hmm. to share the word. Right. There you go. So because that's part of this, right? It's like we want this is all about them getting exposure so that ultimately the people they're serving right. get the resources they and need. And then if I'm not wrong, I think we were able to upload videos on your page, right? like client testimonials and videos we've done to sort of encourage that giving. Absolutely. They can upload pictures, videos, so that way they can visually tell their story too. And there's just something to be said for seeing it in action. Right, it's a different emotion, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about the serotonin boost that's going to (laughs) happen. Because if there was like $800,000 made last year, and that's like a lot of dings. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of serotonin. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like it's, I'm in Vegas already. Like, ding, 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 yeah. ding. It is, though. It is that quick, and it is that Take another one. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I think that's so important, especially for some of our smaller nonprofits that maybe don't have large staff or they don't have the ability to put on large fundraisers, mm-hmm. this is like, this is, this could be their annual fundraising event, right? Oh, wow. um, and because it's free to participate, right. they just have to put a little time and energy into mm-hmm. their social media strategy or their emails. But it's it's a really yeah. accessible way for them to raise money. And you have like a template or an you know some ideas. Uh, you guys have toolkits, right? Yeah, we like give them more a- social media and like plans and posts. Exactly. We give them a toolkit with like sample language and some posts they can insert their logo into. But we also try not to get too um, prescriptive because Mm -hmm. we want them to tell their story. Like we don't want it to just to be like a copy paste. Right. Mm -hmm. So we kind of give them a little blurb at the beginning, but really encourage them. Tell tell the story of the people you're serving or Mm -hmm. in some case the animals or the, you know. The testimonials. Do you feel like it always comes back to your why, like why this is important to you? Why it matters. Absolutely. One of the things we do in that toolkit is we give a sample email uh, template for their board members. And in the middle, it says, tell why this matters to you, (laughs) why you're involved. Because that that peer-to-peer, like one-to-one testimony about why I care about Mm -hmm. this so much is what will inspire somebody to give Mm -hmm. on your behalf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, storytelling is so important. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share with us about Give Choose or the Community Foundation? I just am really grateful for the opportunity to sit here with all of you this morning and talk about this. This is a really big deal for us every year, but more importantly for our nonprofit community. 
and just am so honored that you had me and also grateful for how much you all do for our community to give back, to educate your members about the needs that we've got here in Loudoun. And thank you for everything that you do to just boost up our, not just our nonprofits, but like our local business owners who are working so hard, so hard to make this community a great place. It's totally an ecosystem. We can't donate without making money. So we got to support our Well, we appreciate you and it's really wonderful to learn about you and we're going to brainstorm something. I don't know what, but thank you. So then I think we're going to do events or are we going to pop over to our kids collective podcast? Do you want to do the Kids Collective Let's podcast? Do the okay. Kids so we're going to pop over to our Kids Collective podcast that we did at the Dulles Town Center Mall over the summer last year. I think we only have two left. Yeah. And then we're going to be gearing up for another vendor event and we'll be loading them up for the next season. Yay. So let's do that. Hi, I'm at the Dulles Town Center Mall for the Social Collective's Kids Academy vendor event. And I'm here with Molly with Molly's. Homemade crafts. Homemade crafts. Okay, so Molly, tell us a little bit about your homemade crafts. Well, I I started sewing when I was in fourth grade, um, and I've just kind of been sewing for a long time, I guess. Um, And I make a lot of stuff. Um, What's your favorite thing? Do you make aprons? Do you make tablecloths? What do you make? I make some hooded towels and... uh, Bowls. Bowls? Lanyards. How do you sew a bowl? So you, you take clothesline and you wrap a one-inch one inch wide strip of uh, fabric around it until the fabric is, can be as long as you want, but it's one inch wide. And you wrap it around it and, and you spiral it on the sewing machine and you sew it with a zigzag stitch. Um, it's kind of complicated, yeah, but it's also really that easy. sounded really easy at first, and then you said zigzag stitch, and you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what are some of the products you have here today? I have fairy gardens, hooded towels, lanyards, headbands, uh, bucket arrangements, bowls, coasters, uh, fidget maze fidget toys. <laughs> wow. Um, I think that's. Uh, Are you doing well? Are you selling some stuff? I've sold a f- few things. Okay, good. All right. I hope you sell out. We only, I guess we're going to be here for like another forty minutes, but I hope. Yeah. You can, I don't want to keep you because I know you need to get back to your to your table and sell some stuff. But I really wanted to meet you, and I wanted you to tell us a little bit about your business. What is your favorite thing about being a young entrepreneur? Well, I've always wanted to do stuff like this, but I guess. Getting out there, I've never really been able to do that before. So so this feels pretty good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I'm so glad you're out there, and I hope you stay out there, and I hope I see you again soon. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. And we're back. There so I would like to hand it over to Leslie Racinos with Local SEO and see what we have upcoming for our events. Yeah, so... I can't believe that the only thing we currently have is our bubbles and bling, but I am sure knowing us, knowing the collectives, we will have something (laughs) pop up for April. For sure. I can assure you something (laughs) will pop up for April and it'll be spectacular. But for now, let's talk about bubbles and bling. We've been talking about it for about 
three months now. Long time. And it's coming. It's right around the corner. So this is our fundraising event for Spark at the Waterford Pearl here in Leesburg. And that's going to be on May 4th from 530 to 730. Super exciting. We did a final headcount, guys. And we do have sponsorship available. Okay. So. Well, good, because I sold one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so we we do have, we made some room for a couple more people to join us. So if Spark is someone that, or you just want to give back to the community, speaking about giving on today's podcast, uh, definitely reach out to us. So we have some sponsorships available. And trust me, you won't want to miss this event. No, this it's going to be so be, much fun. I mean, we're talking about custom drinks, caricature drawings, caricature artists, marigold bus, marigold photo booth bus. We'll have a donated half carat diamond. Somebody's going to win. From Hong Country Jewelers. We're going to have delicious champagne toasts. We're going to have speakers from Spark. We're going to have the founder of Spark and her daughter. We are going to have craft cocktails from Bartique. Just so many different things. But one of the most amazing things is the raffles. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Can I just win all of those? (laughs) I know. I got to get my checkbook ready. (laughs) I know. They're insane. It's insane. The, The raffles are just off the chain. So we're super excited about the bubbles and bling. We do have some sponsorships available and then we're going to close it out. Yeah. It's going to be a great, great time. I can't wait. So that's going to Specially Adapted Resource Club. And I don't know if they're a member of Community Foundation or not. Probably in the, because they're in Fairfax currently. And Arlington. I was going to say, I don't think I know that's what Spark is. Yeah. Okay. So Fairfax and Arlington, they are moving into Loudoun, but it's taking a little longer than than expected to move out this way. But I'm pretty sure Debbie's part of the Community Foundation for the Northern Mm -hmm, Virginia region. And she's also opening up two locations in Alexandria. And they support the adult disabled community where they require special resources such as wheelchairs and specially adapted resources. And the club part is where they will have transportation to come pick them up and take them to the clubhouse where they get to actually interact with other people and have a wonderful, fulfilling, joyful day. Mm-hmm. And they're spreading those clubs across the area. So, it's Debbie so Alexander, exciting. yeah, we're raising money for Spark at our Bubbles and Blink. Yay! So Sounds exciting. amazing. So, it I think is. that's it. Thank you so much for being here today with us. We'd love to have you back to hear about how the Give Choose went and if you met your $1 million <laughs> <laughs> goal. Happen. Not if. When? When? I like it. I like it. (laughs) And we just appreciate everything you're doing to support those who support the community. Well, thank Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So go out.